Hey everyone. Hello. Um, it's me, Wish. Um, episode six of Rainbows and Bullshit. <laughs> I got my own podcast name there for a minute. Um, yeah, we're just waiting for our co-host, hopefully, to come onto the show. Um, and yeah, it should be. They should be up in. Um, okay, um, bear with me one sec. What's going on? Give me a sec. Okay, perfect. Yeah, cool. Uh, Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, we did it. (laughs) Oh, God. Every time. Every time. Seriously. There's this weird pause. Um, How are you? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so rubbish. Um, No, no, that's fine. You you, you made it techy and appy and downloady oh my god it's going to take me like 10 times longer so don't worry do not worry i got it i'm here you are are here and you are in you've made it um thank you thank you for being so patient with me by the way no pleasure no problems at all i'm just glad And, you know, this is the first time I'm doing a podcast. This is the first time I'm using any kind of pod appy thing to (laughs) to do this as well. So, you know, it's it's a miracle that we got it and I'm here. So it's great. Let's get this started. Absolutely. Let's do this. Um, Well, well, welcome, everyone. Um, Welcome to another episode of Rainbows and Bullshit with me, your host, Wush. We're on episode six um and and yeah this month is is ramadan so firstly just a big ramadan mubarak to anyone that's listening that's observing ramadan um or fasting um we've done week one whoop, 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 whoop. Mm-hmm. um we're a week through um and so this month i was really really um kind of keen to profile some incredible um, Muslim uh, people that I know in, in all different parts of my life and I'm really really excited today because it's set to be a really good episode today. I'm so excited to to be joined by the incredible Aisha. Um, Aisha I'm going to hand over to you in just a second actually. Why don't you actually rather than me why don't you um, tell tell listeners a little bit more about you, your journey and kind of who you are. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Wish. First of all, huge, huge thank you to you for having me um, join your podcast. Um, Pleasure. I'm truly honoured. And when oh. you asked me, I was like, immediately I was like, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> uh, so what does that mean? What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good so a bit about me um so my name's Aisha Chowdhury 
I am Pakistani by background. I live in West London. I've been in West London now for about six years. Um, I spent, um, yeah, six years. And um, as you can probably tell from my voice, I've got a Scottish accent and my actual background is from, I'm from Edinburgh. That's my hometown. I've still got family that live in Edinburgh. So my mum, my dad, my sister, her family and my cousin and her kids. And it's like, it's my hometown because that's where I grew up. Yeah. I went to school there. I went to uni there, started my career there and then, um, and then got married and then got divorced. Um, we've got, had a child in between. So I've got a son who's grown up. He's 21 now. Um, and um, and then I remarried again as well, so um, not long ago. And then we moved down to London um, to to f- pursue kind of like career opportunities more than anything. Yeah. Um, but also there was a bit about well, do you know, we want to be in a place where we can you can, you can choose where you live, right? Certain things yeah. you can't choose in life, but Absolutely. you can certainly choose where you live, and why do we choose to live where we live there's a whole world out there um and um and it's for the taken so we moved to london um and yeah so here we are and i've got family in london already so i'm already familiar i was all was already familiar with um you know um um great places um in london and around and all of that so um so this is like a second home really Wow. Um, yeah. So, and that was a big, big step actually, because when we moved, um, you know, it was a new job, new place, new life, and new relationship, and and all of that. Um. So yeah, and I work for NHS, so I'm head of equality, diversity, and inclusion for NHS England and NHS Improvement, I should say. Um. And I've been in that role for about two and a half, two and a bit years now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I mean, I could I could have about seven or eight episodes with with, with you, Aisha, in terms of like um, all the different kind of parts of your life that are so you know that really speak to me on a personal level, and you certainly are an inspiration um, for me personally. So I'm really excited to share you with my listeners um, to to kind of get a bit of a feel. Really, I mean, that's an incredible journey that you've been on, and you've had like so many different cultures, I guess, within you know mm-hmm. that you, you're living in London you know mm-hmm. you've got the Pakistani background like I like myself you know you, but you've mm-hmm. lived in Glasgow and your family are based in, in Scotland and mm-hmm. that that must be incredible in terms of the depth and breadth of I guess cultural experiences that you must that you may have had mm, definitely definitely gosh so growing up um you know so Scotland isn't as diverse as London mm, um, okay and it's definitely worth stating that from the get-go. I think yeah, as okay. years have went on, it's become more and more diverse. But for mm. me growing up, I was always the one brown face, the one, yeah. um, you know, standing out and always feeling like I am different. And yeah. I was different. And I was, and, and my experiences of racism, discrimination growing up, have been really really tough um mm. i don't think this is a podcast for us to go into that um, and yes. we really want to talk about a bit more about ramadan right and yeah that's been um, but certainly i mean like it's a huge part of my identity um you know being pakistani being muslim being female and growing 
up having the experiences that I've had, particularly around um, the, the direct racism that was experienced back then mm. and um and recognizing now um you know racism is it takes such different shapes and forms now yeah. it's not you don't get the name calling directly to your face mm. yeah um, yeah and, and I think I mean when I think back as well not even that long ago but when 9-11 happened and I mm. just started to wear hijab at that time so okay. I'm visibly Muslim as well so that yeah. stands out um even further and I haven't always been but um just around 2011 was when I started to first wear that was my first experience of wearing hijab okay. and oh my days like that was tough you know, mm. so back 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 in the day, eighties, it was like the name calling and the direct racism, and then step into 20, 2011 and you know, um, those days, it became so much more discreet, and it was more the the atmosphere and yeah. the yeah. that kind of othering feeling. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and and you you know scroll right forward right up to now and and today and what racism looks like today again it's so different now you know yeah. where you've got the microaggressions you've got yeah. the the minor things that I experience on a daily that accumulate and let me know that yeah I still am not quite as accepted and um you know as an equal as others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but moving to London, wow, what an experience that's been. Um, you know, I, I jumped out of a majority white community. All my friends have always been white, have always grown up in a white yeah, okay. neighborhood as well. Yeah. They had Asian brown face here and there in the black community a little bit, and um, but not hugely visible. And then coming yeah. down to London and it's just like... Melting pot, yeah. Oh my god, whoosh! It's just been—it's been like a hand in a glove, honestly. <laughs> like the fit and not feeling different, and feeling like actually, hello, this is where I belong. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's so many other yeah. people that are like me, look like me, yeah. don't particularly sound like me though. But yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, um, and it's just been great. I yeah. no regrets at all. Oh, good. I'm glad. And we, you know, I'm glad, I'm grateful to be part of this amazing London community because um, I live in London and it, it's just, as you say, it's just, it's, it, yeah, we're, we're, you know, I think it feels, um, it feels like the, a, 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 how do I even describe this? It feels like a city that um, is, 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 is really where I feel safe, really, um, yeah. given everything else that's going on. Uh, I think safe is, is the right is the right word, you know, in, in lots of senses of the word. So it's great to, to, to have you as part of the London community. And on that, actually, you are part of our um, CIPD, Central London Committee now as well, aren't you? Yes, yes. Um, and that is just beautiful. Thank you so much for welcoming me onto the committee. Oh, pleasure. Um, I so yeah, I'm an HR people professional by um by I wouldn't say by background, I've kind of developed into it over the years. And um and I've been a member for uh, with the CIPD for about a year and a bit now. Um not hugely active just whilst we've had the pandemic that's just taken over everybody's yeah, lives yeah, and NHS. Yeah. Um and over the last year I've given it a bit more focus and attention. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And when I was asked by yourselves to to join the committee, I was like, yes, of course. Why wouldn't I? Absolutely keen to give back, um, share my experiences, um, if I can support in whatever way I can. Um, I am I'm, I'm totally open to it, so I'm looking forward to it. Actually, there's some great colleagues on the committee as well. Yeah, great, really. Yeah, we're um, a good bunch. Um, yeah, really positive and supportive and helpful, and so dedicated to the profession to yeah. really driving it forward. Yeah, um, which is great. So good. Absolutely, to be. I think that's one of the things, isn't it? You you kind of align to things that are aligned to how you are, um, and and what's important to you and your value base. Absolutely. And, and, and I think when I met them, when the, when I met the others, and got to know how they are, they are just so positively toned. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah, yeah, we are a um, a welcoming. Um, uh, eclectic bunch of people I must say and um, it's great to have you as part of our, our tribe um, and and Aisha won't mention this because she's very she's very humble but she's a fellow of the COPD so like repping whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, I'm fellows like I'm, I'm I, you know that's that's incredible big big congratulations mm, uh, on thank fellow you. you. Um, recently I know our vice chair Garin has also got his fellowship yeah. as well yeah. so um, we've got some fellas in the house, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's it, isn't it? It's like you, you ha- I've got experiences, I've got history, I've got things that I really want to bring to um, the branch and um, I look forward to working with everybody and I just know that everybody's so open to fresh ideas, yeah. doing yeah. things differently. Um, so, I, yeah, I welcome that as well. Absolutely brilliant. Let's get into it then. Let's go. Let's dive straight in. And I know we've been talking about this quite a bit, but for our listeners, I guess let's start with, well, what is Ramadan? You know, what is Ramadan? So, um, well, yeah. Right, what, right. So what's that, what's, that, what's Ramadan mean to you? Aisha? Yeah. So we know that we know that Ramadan is one of twelve months. I want to say yeah. twelve. It is twelve months, isn't it, in the Islamic yeah. calendar, yeah. and it and the Islamic calendar is based on the lunar um, yeah. calendar. Yeah, so um, Ramadan is considered as the holiest month of the year, um, yeah. and the reason that it's the holiest month of the year is because it was the year when loads. It was it's the month when loads of um, loads of islamic events if you like happened during yeah. the month particularly yeah. during the last 10 yeah. uh, it was pr- in particular it's it's actually referred to as the month of the quran um, yeah. and the quran being the holy book that all muslims follow yeah and um and it was revealed so the quran was revealed during the last 10 days um in the the month of Ramadan, um, and and it's a, it's a great story when our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was um, in solitude, spending some time in solitude because they would they would spend some time in reflection and um, meditate and that kind of thing, and they were doing that during this one particular time in in their life, and they had the revelation of um, of being tasked to read. And um, you know, and, and there's a there's a chapter in the Quran about it, um, and and that's when the first revelation came down. Um, yeah. When I say the first revelation, listeners are probably going revelation of what what like what is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. But the revelation yeah. first like um, 
chapter, uh, not chapter, but a paragraph of the, the Quran. That's when that was revealed. So for me, Ramadan, so that's that's Ramadan in the main and, and what it is. For me, Ramadan, gosh, um, so I've, I never grew up being being religious or have been from a religious, particularly religiously practicing family. Okay. I always, uh, my family are pretty liberal, um, um, traditional in a sense, but like they are very much be independent, go on and yeah. um, make your own way and all that kind of thing, but be a good person. That was always yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of relearned the religion when I was growing up in my 20s. And um, for me, Ram, and I didn't really start fasting until about my mid-20s. Okay. After I got married and after I had my child, my first, I had my son. Yeah. Um, and, then, um, and then I kind of rediscovered it and learned what it actually means and how important it is and how valuable it is. Yeah. And then, so for me, fasting in the month of Ramadan is about redefining um, myself yeah uh, that's a great way of looking at it really refining myself as yeah. well yeah um, taking this month to um so not only am I abstaining from food which is the obvious food and water yeah um, but it's so much more spiritual than that because yeah. you think about when you're abstaining from food if you can withhold for like hour a whole day without eating and then a whole week and a whole month without food in the day your willpower by the end of that month it's like a month of training yeah it's a really good point isn't it and you're training yourself to withhold from the most desirable thing and the basic need which is food but imagine you then translate that into wider life everyday life um you know you're you're training your mindset you're training your willpower you're training your what we call nuffs and and your nuffs are like that little whispering that you have the the desires that you have that sometimes can take over and yeah. make you become more than what you should and and need to be yeah as a person um, yeah. so it's pretty deep but <laughs> that that's how I see it and I've always oh, seen I love it that. I, I, love, I love that I love that and I think what you've done there Aisha and I think that's why you know I'm so grateful that you have is uh, you've really kind of put that a really positive um aspect to it because so many times you know i mean so so my my story with ramadan is 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 um mm. it's really interesting to hear yours actually actually because i guess you know assumptions really we, we carry so many assumptions don't we because right what did you assume head, what did you think yeah, well so when when because i had a chat do you remember when i was like speaking to you this week and i said yeah. oh actually because we were due to record this podcast today and obviously i said to Aisha, i was like oh look, you know I ha- well i haven't been, I, so i haven't um kept any fast for 15 years i haven't really observed ramadan mm. for about right. 15 years um, um, my 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 family background is 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 um, you know I'd say quite liberal and I think the word liberal is interesting actually actually because I'm reading a, a book about um, homosexuality actually in, in Islam yeah and it and it traces the roots of Islam back to you know the liberation of the oppressed really and that's kind of the mm-hmm. fundamental fundamental aspects that have made our religion um so so popular really is, mm-hmm. is liberation but it's interesting because i think yeah. culture comes into it a lot actually in terms of how it's practiced yeah. um but i my family are you know quite traditional um kind of background um they're from, they're from pakistan so they're pakistani yeah. um I'm, I'm first generation so i was born here yeah um 
And we grew, you know, we when we grew up, me and my little sister, we would we would fast and observe Ramadan with mum and dad, of course, you know, the family, mm-hmm. um, right up until the age of about 16, 17. And then I kind of um I, I guess I moved out to uni and it was all just um, you know, like uh, I guess Ramadan did not was not a priority rediscovering yourself yeah yes shall we say so um really in that kind of yeah I I guess after such a long time I've kind of returned back to this this month and I've done that and I've I've, as you rightly you you know you've you mentioned a lot of things that really resonate with me in the sense Mm -hmm. of like um I I use the word resilience actually in terms of some of the things that you know we're we're doing it's spiritual it's yeah you could look at it as a real basic of you know I'm not eating and drinking water but actually the spiritual element of that and the actual time that you know and the the focus mm-hmm. is because actually ironically I'm, I'm much more focused um mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. I probably would be you know if I was kind of you know on a normal set schedule so but when we were talking about like this week and I was talking to you and um I was like oh like you know um I probably won't be fasting over the weekend because I've had my first week of fasting and it's gone really good like well obviously yeah. I've completed them but I'm not gonna and you were like you know so you were talking to me about there you were like listen you know we'll talk about Ramadan uh, on Sunday so you know uh, like let, let just see how you feel but like just you know give it a go because I've noticed that when I come out of that, and it's a very good point actually and it's why I've still kept my fast this weekend because of oh, that conversation God. we had but oh, when I spoke God, to you beautiful wish that's so beautiful good on you so I've, I've oh. kept both of them actually over the weekend so I've, I've kept Excellent. them since the beginning and it so when you were talking to me you know the way you were kind of I guess coaching and supporting me was really um I just kind of made an assumption like oh she's been fasting whole life kind of thing right um, no gosh yeah. no no yeah. no not at all I I mean I wish I had and I wish I had had that kind of you know uh, like when I yeah you can't you can't I, oh I can't find my words but there's no one to blame right for yeah. the kind of upbringing yeah, and how how I have been brought up my parents are the best ever yeah. and yeah. they brought me up to be the person that I am today there's no doubt about that right yeah. but me not fasting and not having really been taught the religion from an early age and practicing the religion from an early age so what that wasn't how it was meant to be for me there's there is no blame here right yeah absolutely when I say I wish I had it's not a blamey thing it's just just, and it's more it's more about the now I recognize and realize later in my life the true blessings that fasting Absolutely, right? Absolutely, and, yeah. and that's where that that comment comes from. Um, yeah. And you know, and it's just like you know, I mean, the whole thing about intermittent fasting and the science behind fasting—it's mm. apparent now, and it's everywhere, and it's a thing, and it's been a fad, and you know, all the celebs have talked about it, and there's been loads of books yeah. about it and everything. But dig this, we've actually got it in our practice, yeah, in our absolutely. religious practice. Yeah. So our sunnah, which is, sunnah is like the, um, the when you follow the practices of our Prophet yeah. as, a, as a way of life. So yeah. they, would, they would fast on a Monday and a Thursday just yeah. as a way of keeping healthy and, 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 and being, right? And guess what? We we've only quite really recently got the 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 um 
the, yeah, Monday, Thursday, the intermittent fasting yeah, on Monday. Yeah. And they've also said that it's Mondays and Thursdays that you should fast on because yeah. they're apparently the best days for you. The best days, day. yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. incredible. Yeah, it really is. And as you say, it's enshrined in our practice and has been for so many years in mm-hmm. terms of our religion, which is really... Um, which is great actually to hear and actually this is interesting because you know so one of the things I was keen to tackle in this in this podcast was you know so I've noticed when it's Ramadan and I'm not sure about obviously I'm sure your workplace experience is going to be really important in this in this but like when it's Ramadan I've noticed recently that I get this especially now because I'm fasting this month Mm -hmm. and I've, I've had quite a few like Oh, oh, well, oh poor you. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I feel so sorry for you. And yeah. oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Or actually, oh I, could, oh, I could never do that. You know, I could never do that. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know if I find that a, a, a compliment or a kind of a bit patronizing. Actually. See, the way I deal with it, right? So I get that <laughs> a lot. And, and it is a thing. And it's it, because people don't get it they don't mm. know and mm. when they don't know they don't know what they don't know right yeah, so the way yeah. I see it is that it's my job to liberate them yeah. and let them know and to, for them to to have a little bit of that's my that's the door opening for me to walk through that door and say to them right okay here's what it's actually like yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's actually not bad and there's a there's a there's a rehmeth during this month. There's a mercy of this month that it's made easy. Fasting yeah, is made easy. Do you know, like a couple of years ago when we had the month of Ramadan during August, height of summer, the uh, yeah. fasts were like 20 hour yeah, they were days, right? Yeah. They were long. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh God, how am I going to get through this? I'm not going to be able to do that. This is going to be tough. Can I not just go to another country somewhere for the month <laughs> with its shorter days do you know and that's like a cheat it's like Iceland or Denmark or somewhere <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean and, and like and then I was like who am I, who am I trying to kid on here like and then I prayed I, I prayed really hard to um, for and the the dua that I was making was like yeah let make this month easy for me let me yeah. fast this month and let and do you know what I didn't get migraines, I didn't get headaches, I didn't experience the thirst, none of that. Yeah. It's just wow. incredible. The mercy yeah. of this Absolutely. That, Absolutely. Um, and I, you know, this is such a so beautiful and inspiring, you know, it's so great to hear your lived experience of that as well, because mm-hmm. it's not a month actually. And I'm making a point now of of actually challenging that when I hear it. So it's not a month yeah. of you know oh like pity you like you're gonna you know crawl away into some hole and basically not like basically you need to yeah, you know, fade away yeah. You're eating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, i'm thriving in ramadan actually in the first yeah. you know with my focus my work product my I'm, i feel more productive i'm getting things done and i'm challenging those assumptions because ramadan is a beautiful month it's it's a month where you know for me personally i'm really grateful for it because you, know, you said we were having this chat last week remember we were talking and you were like you know what you're so blessed and i was like you're so right and we don't take that time mm-hmm. and actually even the little things i was saying to my mom yesterday like I know it's really random, but like little things like just tasting an orange, you know, after mm. a day of like not eating and just that mindfulness that you yeah. get with the food. Um, it's it just brings you back. so much. It, yeah, it really, it really does. brings you back. And yeah. like, 
and it's great and I'm really glad to hear Wish that you are challenging it back but not in a and I know you and I know you won't be doing it in a uh, a kind of creating a fearful yeah. response or, or that but I think it's important that colleagues and friends and, and, and people are, are able to to be curious and ask us and see Absolutely. And, and question us yeah. it's about then educating back and, and and inviting others to 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 really foster an understanding of the religion and the practice um you know i, th- I think that Absolutely. I, think, I, think I think you just mentioned you know, at a hundred percent, you mentioned the very, the very principles of inclusion more broadly. Actually, I think in terms of just be curious, you know, go with positive intent, ask questions as you rightly say. Yeah. Um, you know, these are the you know, and, and that's why I shut it down. You know, yeah. Yeah. I would I would always welcome that conversation. I would always, and even though it's it can feel taxing and it can feel like, oh right, okay, here I go again. But Absolutely. You know what? I see that as that's my part of my duty and and who I am and if I can share that a little bit more then do you know what it's no big deal it's really no big deal yeah absolutely welcome the conversations and what and what advice would you give to uh, people who are wanting to perhaps to be supportive of of, say their Muslim Mm. uh, peers or employees or colleagues um what kind of advice would you kind of give them in this in in this kind of month yeah so really good question thank you for asking that fantastic question so we've done quite a lot actually our end and we've worked intensely with our muslim network as well staff network and they started off a couple of years and produced our ramadan guidance so it's basically the the kind of fact sheet of here's what ramadan is here's what to expect and here's how to um, address and talk to your Muslim colleagues and support them during this month. Okay, that's fantastic. And I, and I think that one of the biggest things for um, people who are fasting um, during this month and while working is just to have a, a flexible, enable a flexible approach for them. Yeah. So, you know, ask them, first of all, are you fasting? Do not yeah. assume that every Muslim person is going to fast. Because they won't necessarily. And there's there's times when some, like during the month, women, if they're um, um, on their, their cycle, women won't fast. During yeah. that, they're, yeah. they're pardoned from it. Yeah. If um people are unwell, there's no expectation to for people Muslim people to fast as well. Yeah. And yeah. also if they have a health condition, they're not yeah. expected to fast as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. so always and also if like, you know, people experience migraines or whatever, for whatever reason, they will there there will be some reasons that people are not fasting. And also just some people won't fast because it's yeah. not they choose not to, yeah. right? So and there's no shame. Right. So that, so that there's no. This is one of the other things. Is we do that within our communities, don't we? So, yeah. like, like you're not fasting. Oh, like why not fasting? And it's like no, it's a personal choice, and it's mm. it's for people to share that if that's something they want to share. You know, mm, exactly, exactly. So. I think that's one of the first things don't assume always just mm. check in with them if they are fasting do try not to take the oh poor you sympathetic you yeah. kind of approach um because I, as you say wish people choose to fast it's yeah. their, you know whilst it's um it's one of the five most important things to do still people it's still a choice at the end of the day and yeah. um 
you know and then ask them what how can how can they what would what would help um do they need anything in particular do they want to do things in particular differently during the working day um, and then just have that open human to human conversation yeah because yeah, yeah. everybody again everybody will be different yeah absolutely and the other thing I would say is probably think about like if you are like wanting to really have the conversation and go that extra mile and support your Muslim colleagues who are fasting think about like how you might schedule your meetings you might start have a, a a later start time yeah um, just because of the the yeah, fasting hours are from sunset to dusk and um try not to schedule meetings around you know when it's important when when there's prayer times during the day as well yeah um, but most importantly i'll come back to that most important ask them ask them absolutely easier yeah. for them. i think that yeah absolutely thing, isn't it really good points and you know i love the the flexibility one because i know i I was up front with my boss i said listen i'm gonna start a bit later and finish it later if that's okay during this month and he was you know absolutely um, supportive of of that Um, and my boss she um reached out to me and um she was like i should just you know make this month um and your working day work for you whatever you need absolutely you know just let us know but if you need yeah. to have the later start times if you need to just have a break during the day whenever and you know just don't have a heavy don't have heavy days as well yeah and i was like do you know what i didn't even need to explain anything yeah and that to me is somebody who's truly inclusive and truly compassionate and considered in their leadership who hands it over to me and you can see there there's a high level of trust yeah hands it over to me to for me to manage my day my workloads and and obviously as long as everything still is is um is taken over and um gets completed to excellence of course as always yeah absolutely absolutely absolutely. and it sounds like you have a real ally in in your um in your boss so that's brilliant i wouldn't even say she's a boss i mean saying like a boss to me is somebody who's like you know 19 yeah it's quite a loaded person absolutely yeah yeah Final final question then for me. Um, what are you having for iftari tonight? Oh God, what happened today? Right, so we've been we've been heavy on the um, chicken and like the the yeah, lamb okay. meats and stuff like that recently. Yeah. So we're going to go a bit lighter today, and we're going to have fish and um uh we're gonna have a chippy right so it started off with talking about it as we're gonna have a chippy and then we were like well no actually let's do some let's let's get fresh fish and try and go a bit healthier because we are trying to do this health kick thing during this month as well um but that's a that's a whole nother conversation (laughs) um yeah i'm gonna do fish and chips baked though and um and to break the fast we're going to usual dates and water and um i don't know yet actually truthfully and all truthfulness i don't know it's always dates and water and yeah, I yeah, 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 do yeah. Like I a, a mix it's of a, fruit and i try not yeah. to think, i hear you though that i don't know because it's like i've i used to plan it uh, when yeah. it first started and then and then i used to get hungry planning it <laughs> so I'd be like, okay, I'm going to like wait until like maybe an hour or half an hour, 45 minutes 
floor over and I'll go into the kitchen and I'll start working out okay what we're going to have um so yeah. I completely get that um that sounds really really yummy I hope you have if sorry just um for those that um um aren't fasting is is what is the is what we refer to is the time that we that we break our fast so um yeah exciting times ahead well thank you so much Aisha you've been an incredible guest we need to have you back on here oh it um, is yeah I would love to got so done, much to share so much you've done your first podcast Woo-hoo. amazing <laughs> <laughs> so it's been an absolute pleasure having you um thanks for listening everyone and yeah stay safe everyone and hopefully talk soon thank thanks, you everyone. bye just now bye